Hello, Seattle letter carriers. I'm back. I am Ralph Kuhlman, and I am a union steward at Wallingford Station in Seattle. And Happy New Year. This is my New Year's broadcast to try and meet a resolution to keep up on this podcast and work harder on it all the time. So, I finally got back to work on December 4th, awarded full back pay and benefits. Unfortunately, no protection from my union, and the little dictator is gone. Well, gone, but not forgotten. He still owes me three weeks of back pay and all my benefits, and oh yeah, my... Eye care insurance is going to be canceled unless I pay them because none of it, my premiums were paid while I was off and apparently have not gotten to them yet. So, the little dictator's gone. We have a new acting manager. I am dubbing that person Manager 10 because in the Seven years that I've been doing this, he is the 10th manager to step into this position. Now, with all those new managers, I usually have a single test when I first meet them. That simple test is, can we talk as actual human beings? I find that during the changeovers, they're really are two kinds of managers that walk through that door. One is, has been a long-term carrier, long-term I'm gonna say 10 or more years, and has gone into management fairly recently. The other is person who's been in management a long time and spent most of their career in management. I would say most of the time, the potential that I'm going to get to talk to somebody as a human being depends on whether they have been a long-term carrier themselves. And in this case, the new acting manager, Manager 10, was a long-term carrier, and we've had some interesting dialogue to start out, I would say. Um, Lots of mixed signals, but we'll talk about that as we go through the next several months. My approach to a new manager is always to start with the objective to settle things at the lowest level. And that should be both our objectives, but I would say that is not a common manager that walks into the door. But that's how I'm starting this whole process. And hopefully over the next several months, we'll be able to actually figure out how we solve things at the lowest level. And I want to state up front as this new manager walks in the door and we try to figure out how to do what we need to do, that my objective is never retribution. My objective is to make settlements that will have real change on the Wallingford station floor. And I would say in the next couple weeks, we will be meeting and I will 
make some of those proposals. We'll see how it goes. And I will definitely fill you in on this podcast as to what the response really is. This is a hollow, hollow session just to get started. We'll get into more nitty gritty as we go along. But before we start on anything else, I want to talk about a carrier that we lost at Wallingford Station this month. We did not only lose a carrier, but we lost somebody that worked at Wallingford Station for almost 30 years. His start date was January 22nd, 1994. Our brother was a man who spoke through his actions, was a private person, but was there all the time for his fellow carriers. Man who I watched carry as much as anybody I know at Wallingford Station on the overtime desired list. Man who knew when people needed help and always offered that help in his strong, quiet way. I'm not going to take a long time to go through any of this, but I just want to quote from a eulogy by Cesar Chavez for some of his fellow workers. It's short and quick, and here it is. True wealth is not measured in money or status or power. It is measured in the legacy that we leave behind for those we love and those we inspire. And I would say that this carrier was a true inspiration to his brothers and sisters at Wallingford Station. Wallingford Station will never be the same without you. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about my holiday season, and I think it might have been a similar experience for everyone else. This was my seventh holiday season, and without comparison, this was the lowest parcel volume I have ever experienced during the holiday season. I actually took time to talk to the UPS drivers on my route as well. And I know one carrier I talked to said that he thought he would be leaving behind about $25,000 this year because of the lack of overtime, he said. It was just as unbelievable for him as it was for me. Um, and... I don't ever remember finishing a single day before the sun went down in Seattle during the last two weeks of December. And I had multiple days where that happened. 
Um, I don't know what that says. I don't know where all the parcels are going. Sometimes it's hard for me to believe that Amazon is really picking up that load, but maybe they are. I have been looking at economic analysis saying that we're, sales were up by a substantial percentage this year. I just don't know where they were up or how they got to where they were going. Um, we'll see, but I feel strangely like there's something in the wind here that we may find out in 2024. Well, while I was away, I believe that the efforts against me by the little dictator and management at Wallingford Station um, was a clear case of designed union busting in an effort to not deny our carriers union representation. So I spent a lot of time putting together all kinds of files on adjudicated cases in the last two years on 16-7 practices um, and how they were harming people. And I actually went to our local office of the National Labor Relations Board and I filed a charge. Um, and here is the charge. The above named employer USPS Seattle Postal District has engaged in and is engaging in unfair labor practices within the meaning of Section 8A, subsections 1 and 3 of the National Labor Relations Act, and these unfair labor practices are practices affecting commerce within the meaning of the Act, or these unfair labor practices are affecting commerce within the meaning of the Act and the Postal Reform Act. I have a file, well, several files, fairly well organized, comprising probably about eight inches of material at this point that I will be presenting in my case. And I think this will be something we'll be following for the next several months. Uh, we will see whether the National Labor Reaction Relations Act and its board is capable of dealing with the abuses that I have documented in the start of this case. I am hopeful going in. We'll see how that goes and I will keep you posted. While I was gone, we had our uh, union steward elections for Wallingford Station. Um, my fellow union steward and I were both reappointed. Um, a second person, a, a fairly new employee who has is in a similar situation, I believe, than I was, realizing that the best way to stop the abuse that they are getting is to empower themselves by representing everybody they know. That person will be appointed as my alternate steward, and we will be attending together in the 
next Sunday, January 7th, her first training. I'm going to go along, and from day one, I am going to be committed to helping this person become the union steward they really believe they can be. I will do everything in my power. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I believe as part of this broad podcast, we will probably be interviewing that person on a monthly basis or so just to go through what they're experiencing, what it means, how the confusion, the need for materials for support that a new union steward needs to get up, get aboard, and really take on this job. So that should be a fun part of this coming year. Uh, I would not mention the person's name because I haven't talked to them. I talked to them about being on the podcast, but I haven't talked to them about releasing their name or information. And that will probably happen in the next podcast. Finally, since it is New Year's Day and it's time for thoughts about the future and resolutions. My New Year's resolution this year is to post at least one of these every week, I think. But more importantly, to take the next step with this as far as finishing an incredibly frustrating, confusing, difficult day and reporting on it. When I get back home, maybe that after dinner, when everyone else goes to bed, but sitting down and talking through what it is that I'm really experiencing from not just a technical, but from a personal and somewhat private manner. Um, that is about all I have for now. Uh, I've got to get this finished and I got about an hour before I have to start watching some serious football games. My partner is a Michigan graduate, so I'm pretty sure I know who will be rooting in that game. And of course, we in Seattle would like nothing better than to head to the national championship by beating Steve Sarkeesian. He left here. He left a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And oh, would it be sweet to see us send him home. Well, that concludes today's episode. I'm Ralph Kuhlman, and I'm a union steward at Wallingford Station in Seattle. I'd like to thank all the clowns that made this podcast necessary. The stellar management staff at Wallingford Station, the incomprehensible team at the Seattle Postmaster's office, ordering brutal commands in an effort to enforce the metric of the day through the entire city and beyond. And finally, everybody at upper management at USPS. Your identification of the metric of the day makes all of this insanity possible. (music) 